Welcome to the Everything Sports Podcast with Jay Bandy, where we reveal the little-known secrets of superstar athletes as they leave their glamorous careers behind and return to everyday life. Listen to actionable business tips and life-changing insights from these sporting heroes as they share their epic journeys with you. Now, here's your host, the CEO of Everything Sports, Jay Bandy. I'm super excited today about our guest, one of the great blokes, another soul of the earth country boy, born in uh, the town of Young and grew up in a small town down the road in a, a town called Bora in New South Wales. He played 13 seasons in the NRL, totaling 202 games at the top, which is no mean feat considering he played in the number nine jersey for the majority of those games and played nearly 80 minutes for all of those 202 games. So uh, great, great effort there. And and playing for the Canberra Raiders, he played for the Canberra Raiders where he won the Rookie of the Year for the Raiders in 1990. Also playing for North Queensland Cowboys, the New Zealand Warriors and the South Sydney Rebos. Rabbitohs. And the year they entered back into the competition, back in 2002 to 2004. After a long season, long and successful career in the NRL, uh, he now owns his own gym on the northern beaches of Sydney. And today I'm delighted to welcome uh, Jason, the Dr. D. Welcome, Doc. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, Doc, we'll just go straight into it. Great to have yeah. you on. And uh, yeah, just, Doc, if you could share with the listeners uh, why you think why you think transitioning smoothly out of public life is so critical? I believe it's critical. Um, when you're in public life, a lot of people give you a lot of raps and, uh, yeah, blow wind up your, your clacker. But uh, when you finish your career, you kind of lose all that contact with all your mates, all your, the camaraderie between your mates as a team working together. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty tough transition. It's got to be critical. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, played a few games with you, so I was lucky enough to play a couple of games with your doc back at CS and uh, you've always been uh, so positive and big smile on your face and, and attracting, you know, attracting a lot of people, as you said, blowing wind up your ass, I guess. Like, can you expand a bit more on that and what you mean by that just for, just for the listeners out there so they can understand a true how it was for you? Yeah, because um, sometimes you'd play a bad game. So, and then they'd still, like, my expectations of playing good footy and their expectations of you playing good footy is that's when they blow end up your mum and say, oh, yeah, you had a great game. And deep inside, you know, you didn't. So in saying that, yeah, when you finish your, your league career, you don't get that as much. So, yeah. Yeah, right. No, many pats on the back. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah not that um, encouragement and... Yeah, the pats on the back, as you said. Got to pick yourself up off the floor, eh? Yes. Um, and also the team camaraderie aspect, obviously, massive in rugby league. And, I mean, how have you overcome that issue, I guess, for you know, everyone that plays rugby league at the high level that we have, I guess, struggle with that part of it. And that's a common, common issue, I guess. So what have you done to combat that, I guess? I think, uh, yeah, a lot of I've spoken to the guys in welfare at NRL, uh, spoke to them about the first three years after being, being a professional player and the support that you've got to get around you, the people that, that you trust and you can rely on, that uh, you can talk about day-to-day living. So, yeah, you just try to surround yourself with 
people that that you trust, uh, that you've got mentors, and that's how I got through it. So kind of build your own team around you. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Very good. That's uh, that's great stuff there, mate. Thanks for that bit of insight. Uh, how would you describe the process of transitioning smoothly out of public life for yourself? Like, how would you how would you describe your transition? My transition was because I worked at when I was with South Sydney at the end. I worked in their sponsorship department for a year while I was playing first grade. So it did help in that regard because I effectively had a job as well as playing footy. So. And then I went into my own printing business after that because that's that I always wanted to go into business. So business was my my lead out of footy. I didn't want to go into coaching. I did. I got got approached to do player management, but yeah, because I'm a good bloke. I suppose I'm a good bloke and very very energetic, as you mentioned, easy to talk to, and a great bloke. So I didn't um, didn't go down that that road. I, I, all I wanted to do was get into business. So I surrounded myself with uh, business people through the sponsorship of the sponsorship department in South Sydney. And one of those guys was uh, Bill Alexio Hucker, uh, who owned a freight forwarding company called GPSM. And uh, he's still one of my really good friends today. And, and uh, he was like a mentor. So I had someone that wasn't involved in rugby league that helped me get through that through those first couple of years of not being around the boys, not getting used to playing footy together or not getting at the end of the season, you have a couple of weeks off and you have your pre-season training and then off-season off training and then pre-season training. And it was just like a cycle. So I had to break that cycle and I used Bill as a, as my sounding board, so to speak. Oh, very good. So the transition is, uh, from sales to business owner and now into your, so you did the printing business and now into your gym business, I guess, like um, the Concept 42 is, uh, so you've built your own team there now. It's, it's to me, I, you've always been into a fitness freak and you've always been leading the fitness and uh, that's kind yeah. of a perfect fit for you. So, yeah, I take my hat off to, you know, what you've achieved and uh, where you've come, I guess, since, since your time because, it, you know, it's, it's difficult to get through that, as you said, three, four, five years. Yes. I found it very difficult and probably one of the main reasons why I'm doing this podcast to kind of try and help the, not only rugby league, but professional sports people in general through that transition, I guess. So, Yes. See that, Crash, and you're doing really well for yourself too. Like uh, I look up to you too because you've bitten the bullet and gone out and set your own company up with everything sports and hey, you've done really well. Thanks, mate. Yeah, but uh, the, yeah, the mentoring for you was probably key. Yes, people you can trust and people you can. But it was interesting. I used to sit down with Billy once a week. First went into my printing business and I'd say, "Hey, what about this?" And he said, "I got married and I had a baby, and and then I'm just going, hey, this is so hard.'" And he goes, "Hey, that's life. <laughs> You've got to get going. But it's so bloody hard. I've got a baby, I've got a wife, and it's yeah, not like playing footy where I can just play for eighty minutes. This is like twenty four hours, seven days a week. So." Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, right. yeah no, definitely. I've answered a couple of these questions, but what uh, what were the biggest challenges you faced when transitioning smoothly out of public life and how did you overcome them? I suppose the mentoring was, was you know, one of those things, I guess. Well, the key challenges. Any other challenges for you, just for the listeners out there, so they can yeah. understand a bit more about that Jason Deeth? Yeah, it challenges in everyday life, but it's just the way you react to them. 
and you've got to accept them and then deal with them as in, okay, so for example, say so my father passed away sudden, his nickname sudden death. Uh, <laughs> you've got to, got to accept it. Yeah, no, that's all right. It's, I love him. He's a champion. But in saying that, you've got to learn to deal with those those setbacks and accept it for what it is and then move on, trying to overcome that. Um, with the printing business, that went bad. So I had to accept that. Okay, so I, I got out, had a go. I um, always wanted to get into business. I knew a little bit about printing. And so that's that was the, the track that I took because um, – that's the way I wanted because I always wanted to get in the business. Now, that business went belly up, but okay, I've got to accept that. Okay, learn from the mistakes and then move on. Okay, so there are a couple of the lessons that I learned from that transitioning. So pretty much accepting accepting the uh, what's been thrown at you, I guess, Yeah, and having a great attitude, which I know you've always had, So and moving on. So moving on from the printing business, did you go straight into the, the Concept 42? Interesting, I had a meeting with uh, Bill about it and I said, mate, he said, you should go into fitness. He said, you're a fit bugger. Why don't you go into personal training? <laughs> yeah, so that's in 2009. I did my courses and then went and worked at Fitness First for two years to do my apprenticeship, so to speak. And then after that, got the opportunity to open my own gym and here I am. And uh, three years down the track, we're looking at expanding, So, which is Fantastic. So, yeah. Just for the listeners, if we get just some quick wins and uh, some actions that the listeners can take away from the conversation to help them in their own lives, a couple that I've just picked out of there is obviously you know, accepting what comes your way and, and moving on. And uh, But do you have any other little examples or quick wins for our listeners so they can you know, use that in their own life? I use the, uh, the quote, the harder you work, the luckier you become. I really believe that. And it's like a law of the universe. You work hard and all these things just come out of the left field. Like you set your goals as we do in footy. We set our goals of what we want to achieve. And then you work hard at getting that goal or achieving that goal. And then stuff comes out of left field that just like you go, that's a stroke of luck or the right person will turn up in your life out of the blue and go, or give you a call and go, Hey, this guy wants to do this and this and this. You're the the right guy that I want to want you to contact him. So, but in saying that, I believe you've got to be generous as well. Generous generosity. I, I look at a lot of um, wealthy business people, and they're very, very, very generous with their time and with their money. And they're two key components that I want to do here, or that I'm doing here at Concept Forty Two. Well, that's great stuff there. So, uh, goal setting. Probably, um, I imagine you do a lot with your, your clients as well, um, yes. as well as your own goal setting for yourself, your own life. Great quote there, the harder you work, the luckier you become. So that's um, that's awesome and something that yeah I, I use as well. And um, generosity of time and money is uh, obviously you've got to work hard. And uh, for me, being in business myself, time's obviously the challenge. And uh, getting through those, I think, first five years maybe, for myself, anyway, I've got through the first five years, which is so much time, so much money, just goes straight back into business. But I can see a bit of light at the end of the tunnel where I can set things up for myself and put things in place where I can probably save myself time and get better at my time management, get some employees to help out with certain things. So uh, that's a great uh, point you pointed out there. So just for the listeners out there, yeah, that's goal setting, be generous with your time and money. And um, yeah, the harder you work, the, 
the luckier you become. So that's awesome, Doc. Thanks, um, Crash. What um what things like books, movies, events, or courses have you done any done anything like that that had a, a greatest impact on you and and why? Uh, interesting, because when I was a kid, Alan Bond was uh, won the America's Cup, and so I read his book, and it was um, the rise and rise of Alan Bond. That was before he went bad. So I read that book, and because he was a uh, sign writer when he when he started out before he built his empire, and it just and he worked hard at his business, and he did one thing led to another, and he ended up owning all the all the pubs in in Australia, or a lot of pubs anyway, and um, then he won the America's Cup, and which yeah, was fantastic. But since then, so that was one of the books that I read when I was a kid that gave me the inspiration to, to go into business, but I wanted to follow my passion in rugby league, so, so I followed that passion as well. So some movies that I can remember would be Rocky, Rocky 1, Rocky 2, all those, rock, the, just the, how hard Sylvester Stallone or Rocky Balboa works works so hard to get to the title fight. It's just great movies. Yeah. After your career, like from once you, you know, once you retired, was there any anything that you took, like any courses that you attended, or movies or books that you read after you to help you with that transition to get you through that tough period? Well, as you said the three to five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I was doing the uh, sponsorship marketing with um, South, I also did a uh, small business course. I think Cert Three at TAFE, just in relation to how to plan to set up your business and take it from there. Then also, obviously, uh, did sales courses when I was in the printing game and also then did my Cert 3 gym instructor and Cert 4 PT uh, in 2009 when I'd finished at the uh, printing company. So, yeah, that education did help me move moving forward. But, uh, yeah, that's a good course for you, mate. Obviously, it teaches you all the... The accounting kind of helps you with, you know, which I struggle with, and still today to read the financial. Oh, the market, finance. But yeah, um, you know, how to set your business up as a sole trader or a company or, yeah. There's a couple of ways you can go about it, which I've learned, I guess, in business. You can mm-hmm. do it and learn it yourself or you can employ someone, which I've decided to do because I had no kind of, <laughs> I have a yeah. bit of an understanding of the finance side of things of my business, obviously, but. I choose to have a couple of good people in that area now. So I don't know about yourself, but I'm sure you've got a good team around that as well. But uh, I'll probably have a better understanding with it than I do. But that's great, Doc. Thanks for thanks for that. And um, I suppose a couple of last, just uh, one last thing. How do our listeners find out about more about you? And is there anything you'd like to add before we say goodbye? Uh, we're just getting our website redone because um, we're going to expand. We're in the uh, expansion mode. Uh, new website should be in about a week, uh, so that'll be about what the early early November. Yep. So it'll be out. Um, www.concept42.com.au. Look us up if you've got any questions. We're based in Monavale, Northern Beaches, and looking to expand and going to the next level. Daughter, country boy from Barora, living in uh, beautiful Monavale. Huh? Northern Beaches, hey? I'm used to sheep, not surfboards. Yeah, well, that's it, Doc. I just want to really thank you for coming on today and uh, having a quick chat. Got a lot of insights into, you know, yourself and and your business and also where you've gone in that transition through uh, that tough period, as you said, and and the struggles you went through and also the the things you 
did or um, used and called upon, I suppose, to get you through that tough period. So yeah. uh, thanks for your time and uh, good luck for uh, Concept 42 and the expansions there, mate. Thank you, Crash. You're a champion. Oh, mate. Good to speak to you. Thanks a lot, Doc. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Everything Sports Podcast, the podcast which consistently provides actionable business tips and life-changing insights from high-performance athletes. You can access all the information related to this episode via the show notes at www.everythingsports.com slash podcast. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Jay will answer in upcoming episodes. How can Jay help you today?